Okay, so we're talking the Kuzari, Mamar Asheni, Oisman Hay. We just explained how Kai Yisrael are the vehicle through which Shakadish Baruch Hu is praised or recognized. As we said, that we, the, through us, the Kod Shemaim is apparent. And the Kuzari accepts this argument. Amar Kuzari is the Pe'er Gadol. It's true, what you said, this is a, a Pe'er, it's a source of pride, a source of praise to Hashem. The Fosuk says about Moshe. Hashem led Kaishal through the right hand of Moshe, Zraya, which was evident, so to speak, his arm of his splendor, his strength. He split the sea in front of them. That made him, so to speak, a shame. He's not in the world forever. As you see, the, the whole world was aware of the Nisim Hashem did through Gla Yisrael. Or the Pasuk says, Atasach Hashem Kayam We said every day in Davening. Again, talking about the Nisim Mitzrayim. Or it says, Nesitcha Elan al-Kal Goyim Hashem made you uppermost. Exalted, elevated above all the other nations. The Tehidah the Hashem Lutiferis. And the way he's explained the Pasuk is not that it's a Tiferis or Tehidah for Gla Yisrael. But it's a Tiferis and a Tehidah for Hashem. That Hashem is praised and Hashem is seen, is, or his, his greatness is evident through what he does for Klai Yisrael. And therefore, it's just uh, accepting the point that the Chacham made, and that is when say Yisrael, that Klai Yisrael are the means through which the world comes to recognize Hashem, and through which Hashem does miracles, and therefore the world is aware of Hashem's Kayach. Now, there's an interesting point over here, and that is we see this a number of times. That in a sense Hashem is more willing to do nisim for Klai Yisrael, or even for individuals that come Klai Yisrael, than Kiilo that Hashem is willing to do in order to create a Kedush Hashem. In other words, as a famous example, Yeravim ben Nevat, the breakaway king, who took most of the Jewish people with him in the rebellion against the house of David. And it landed up in being a form of, a, or he instituted a form of idolatry, the golden calves that he built. And he was bringing carbonus to a desire. And uh, he wasn't prevented from doing that. But when the Navi came and warned him that you're going to pay severely for this Nafavadazara, so the Pasuk says he tried to stretch out his hand to grab the Navi, and Hashem made his hand freeze. And really, Chazal pointed out that when he was bringing a carbon from the Zara, Hashem didn't interfere, didn't get involved. Whereas when he was trying to, uh, so to speak, attack the Novi or grab the Novi, he was trying to do it to him, so that's when Hashem stopped to make a nest. And this is one very telling example, but we found this lots of times. Yet, HaKadosh Baruch was willing to do a nest, so to speak, to protect Klai Yisrael, and even in a sense, Hashem is not willing to do a nest to protect his own honor. When people are going to do a virus, or show publicly that defiant of Hashem. Hashem doesn't always do a nice to stop them. Whereas to protect either Christ or collective or even an individual side, so Hashem will. Another good example is the story of Karach. Karach doesn't stand up against Hashem. Karach stood up against Moshe. He said Moshe wasn't instructed. Moshe isn't Hashem's agent. And uh, Hashem reacted with a tremendous nest. That uh, the ground opened and swallowed him. Whereas when he found Rishayim who are coming to, so to speak, challenge Hashem. So we don't find the same kind of nest always happening for that. And what's the reason for that? Didn't the Rav once say, though, that the Sarmik 
The answer is like this. The answer is, Akadish Baruch Hu made the, there's two ways to say this answer. They're both important. The first one is, it's Be'etzim Adaita Dehochi Hashem made the world. In other words, the concept of a world where there's Bechira, or the concept of a world of good and bad, means that it allows the possibility that there's going to be bad. It allows the possibility that there's going to be Rishon. And the fact that Akadish Baruch Hu is going to prevent a Rosh of doing the wrong thing would destroy the Bechira. Right, if every time someone did something against Kvot Shemayim, or so, thank you, something in disobedience to what Hashem wanted, Hashem would miraculously step in to prevent him doing that, so then there would be no Bechir no, no. And so yes, it's true that what Rishayim do is uh, minimizes Kvot Shemayim. The way Rishayim act causes the Chil of Hashem, but that was uh, a necessary, so to speak, part of the system in which and that's the part of the system in which there's going to be Bechir. So therefore, Yaqadish Baruch had to forgo his honor, so to speak, in order to have people free choice. But, when it comes to Kal Yisrael, then it doesn't have to be like that. In other words, when it comes to protecting the Jewish people, so then Yaqadish Baruch if he steps in, doesn't prevent people slowing Bechir in regards to other areas. That's the first point. The second point, and this is the, the more basic point, and that is, when it comes to Hashem needs to protect Israel because Israel are vulnerable. Hashem is Yaakov, vulnerable. They can get hurt. Had, had Yeravim, an example we before, grabbed the Navi, he could have killed him. He was a person. Had Karaf's uh, uprising been successful in overthrowing Moshe, had Hashem not intervened, he could have done it. Moshe was a person. People are, are physical people are vulnerable and therefore they need Hashem to protect them. One second. When it comes to Hashem's honor, Ba'atim is we can't touch Hashem. So it is true people can get up and say that they're going to Ki'ilu attack Hashem, Ki'ilu disobey Hashem. They they are not doing anything to Hashem. So Hashem doesn't there isn't a need, so to speak, to bring this in. Now, the only question would be why is Hashem doing why why doesn't Hashem do this to restore the Khajimaim in the world? As we like we said before. That if that if that the this is on a deeper level. The cheshman of Kvot Shemayim in the world, Hashem left up to people. So it's true, HaKadosh Baruch Hu could restore Kvot Shemayim by always showing the punishments Rishayim. Hashem could restore Yer Shemayim by showing that anyone who does something wrong gets punished on the spot. But part of the way Hashem saved the world was that the cheshman of Kvot Shemayim is up to us. He's not going to, Hashem's not standing up for that. And therefore it's true, Hashem Ki'ilu has to step in to save us when it comes to protecting Ta'ishol because Ta'ishol could get hurt. We're people at the end of the day. And if there's a way to do it, I'll be a nice nigla, nista, then Hashem will do it with a nice nista. And if the only way to do it is with a nice nigla, Hashem will do a nice nigla. Because that's, uh, so to speak, what's necessary in order to protect Ayesha. But when it comes to protecting Hashem's island, he's not going to, so to speak, stand up for his own covers unless we, Ayesha, are standing up for it first. And like we said, if, even if even though Hashem is a Hashem of Shemaim, it's only when we down for that. But otherwise, Hashem isn't going to change the way he built the world with the understanding that there's a possibility of people doing the wrong thing in order to in order to rectify that. That would destroy the Bechir in the world. And therefore, it's not just by chance. The, the Nisim have to come about through a person or because of a person. And it's not just by Israel. Hashem is not going to do Nisim to reveal himself himself. If there's going to be nisim which are being used and uh, through which people recognize Hashem, 
It has to be Nisan, which are in some way uh, uh, helping Klaishra. And that's where we see all the Nisim happened. Think about it. All the Nisim we know about in Tanakh weren't there for Hashem to show that He's Hashem. And it says that Goyim were doing the wrong thing, even Yidn were doing the wrong thing. And Hashem did a nice to show His Hashem. The Nisim were always in order to protect Klaishra. Either collectively. That was also to protect Klaishra. The, the, this was a way to, 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 so to speak, show point by point that they were being punished when they did the Klaishra. At the same time, every nest does that. At the same time, that Hashem is, is, is helping Klai Yisrael, people see a nest. And of course, it's meant to be like that. This is a, also has the effect that people recognize as Hashem. This isn't part of the natural running of the world. And uh, it's meant to be like that. But Hashem never does nest just the man Yehidu. Like, uh, make a nest happen just to show that Hashem is Hashem. It's always in some way connected to protecting us. Let's give a nest of Yosher. Hashem stops the sun and the moon. If Hashem did any random day of the world, Right? Stop the sign of the moon to prove he's Hashem. That would be a tremendous proof. If the whole world stand up and see the world stand still for 24 or 36 or 48 hours, I have it on the different opinions in the Gemara say that uh, Hashem stopped the, the, the world spinning for. Absolute proof. If another comes along, Hashem is going to prove he's Hashem. The world's stopping for 24 hours. Unbelievable. But it's never the way it works. Hashem doesn't do the nest, doesn't start the nest in order to prove he's Hashem. Hashem did it to help Hashem. Agav, when people see a nest, they recognize it must be Hashem. But that, that's the second point. And so he's trying. The point of the Makkah's Mitzrayim was to pay back the Egyptians. Was killed. What they did to Klai Yisrael, they got their they got their punishment. They were showing what they what, what they did by slaving the Jews. Killed didn't they didn't benefit from it. They're going to get paid back Mitzrayim. At the same time, the way they were paid back was miraculous. So of course, they could see Hashem. But uh, it's always going to be within that framework. Right. Now, so at that point we've understood why Klaish was a vehicle through which Hashem shows himself in the world. And again, we started this discussion with the Pasuk, I'll bring it again. As a kel, as a force in the world, Hashem is Mistater, he hides himself. He doesn't reveal himself in his capacity as the, as the power in the world, as the body. But as a Lekai Yisrael, then he's Mashiach, then he will step in to save us, that's what people can see. Okay, so that's uh, this point. Now the Chavir wants, in the Vavir, as see now, wants to add one more t- extra level to this understanding. If you remember, he gave the marshal of the sun. He says, just like a person is the marshal of the sun, is what the sun can do and how important the sun is to Bria. And then we understand that if by continuation, by extension, by extrapolation, if you understand the sun, then Kavachim, you understand how much more Hashem is doing. So now he brings the power and continue. Amra Chavir, Halaytira, how does David present us the Shavach of the Torah? First he tells us about the sun. So it says, No one hears it, no one sees what it does, but its influence extends around the whole world. But the whole way, the, the effect the sun has in the world, the power it has. And then after that, he says, Torah Hashem to me, and God gives me the Torah. He talks about all the praises of the sun. Uh, its power, the Yasas it's influence. It's the corners of the world. 
and after going into detail about the sun, the Samach was there, and he carries on Teres Hashem to him in the Shabbos Nafesh. What's the connection? What's the connection in the first half of the Mizmah, which Tov is being, Hashemayim is happening. He's talking about the grandeur of nature, of how Hashem created in the heavens, and he gives the sun as an example. And then he drifts from that into talking about the Torah, Mitzvah Hashem Barah, Yerush Hashem Torah. What's the connection? So, there's a number of explanations in the question. I'm like a bit of the hidden, what's Tov trying to put the two things together for? But the way the Kazari explains it over here, is Vatali by the ones that's in the other one, Ki'ilo Omar, Al Titmu Minasipurim Ma'ele. Don't be amazed by what I have to tell you about the sun, there's something greater than that. Ki'atari Yaisibihira Ugliya, Mufrasemus, Umu'ilo Umu'ula. If you're going to talk about the power of the sun, or the intensity of the sun, or the grandeur of the sun, the Torah is more than that. It's, it's more godly, it's more fearsome, it's more powerful. And therefore, the sun is just. A physical emotion of something which exerts an influence on the world. But you should know that the Torah's influence on the world is much greater. Now, this is an interesting chat. Because if you look at the Psukim Dehilim, the Mashmaas of the Psukim is talking about the Torah is the Torah's influence on a person. Look at the Psukim. Torah Shashem Tumim Meshivas Nafesh. It's Meshiv and Nafesh. It returns the soul of the person. Right? The one example. Eidus Hashem Dehmanam Achkim Aspesi. It makes the Pesi, the Jewish person, the Chacham. Right. Most of them are talking about the person. So you're talking about the Torah's effect on the person. And we've got six different uh, descriptions of the Torah. And we're talking about how they affect the person. Masha'enka, what the Kuzari is saying, is that Dharma is talking about how the Torah affects the world. And in a way it's more powerful than the way the sun affects the world. And therefore the way the Kuzari explains it, is that you see the influence that the sun has in the world, you see the power of the sun, and it affects the whole world, you should know that Torah affects the world more. Isn't it two different ways? And uh, the Zara says, Without Torah, there wouldn't be a Torah. Why not? It's not that we got the Torah because of the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe was given this distinction or the level of receiving the Torah because Faisal deserved it. And here, this is when the well-known man the Kazari. Hashem's love wasn't to one person, to Moshe Rabbeinu, or anybody else. It was to the Hamoin to the whole nation of Chayisra, in the multitudes. But Uvacha Moshe. He shows Moshe to be the messenger to bring it to them. And the proof, we're not called the nation of Moshe, either we call that Am Hashem, or Am Right? And therefore, the, the matter of the Torah wasn't because Moshe deserved the Torah. The matter of the Torah was because Kaishal deserved the Torah. And Moshe was just chosen as the Shliach to bring us the Torah. And the proof of this is Pasha, it's the version of the Pasha. After Klaishal, we uh, and therefore Klaishal didn't deserve the Torah anymore. So Hashem took away from Moshe too. He said, "Lechred, the Klaishal aren't on the level anymore. You don't deserve to accept it." So the Torah wasn't given to Moshe. Chazal says it's given to Klaishal, and Berengi Klaishal don't deserve the Torah. And Moshe isn't able to take it. He was just the messenger or the intermediary to give the Klaishal. That's very nice. Now, how does it fit together? As we said before, so here's where the here's where the 
we see the way that the Kazari really understands that the Adonai Meir is trying to say in the Kibbutz to him. Of course, the Torah's effect, we say what the Torah does, it affects the person. Because there have to be people who makabal the Torah to bring the Torah here. The Torah isn't something which comes to the world without people who being makabal the Torah. But, when the people who makabal the Torah, then the Torah can have effect on the world. When there are people being makabal the Torah, then the Torah can't have an effect on the world. And therefore, even though this world was created to be, so to speak, a base for the Torah, this world was created to be a home for the Torah, but that only happens when there are people who makabal the Torah, and then bring the Torah here, then the Torah can have an effect on the world. Without people to make up the Torah, the Torah has no shaykhs to the world. And therefore, when the Prophet talks about the Torah as effect, it's the Torah's effect on people. That's Machkimas Pesis, Meshivas Nafesh, Spiritus Nain, Sam Chedai. We're talking about the fact that the Torah is in the person. But when the people who now have Torah, so now the Torah can have its effect on the world too. Mashaykhim, when there aren't people who make up the Torah, then the Torah is not placed in this world. If that's the case, it can't have an effect to either. And therefore, he's going to be said before. It's not just that Hashem does nisim through Kali Yisrael. Even the Torah, right, is, is only able to have an influence in the world because, the, because of Kali Yisrael. If, if there wasn't Kali Yisrael to make up with the Torah, then the Torah wouldn't have, a, wouldn't have an effect in the world. And this is the difference between the Torah and the sun. The sun doesn't want to make up with the sun. No one to be able to receive the sun. The sun on its own, from wherever it is, and the heaven shines in the world, and the rays of the sun reach the world, and it has the effect it's meant to have. It doesn't need people to do something to to bring the sunlight to us. It comes happens on its own. The Torah doesn't work like that. The Torah isn't like the force in Shemaim, which is beams down on the world, radiates Kedusha or life, whatever it's going to be, and in the the world soaks it up. It has to go the other way around. There have to be people to recover the Torah, and then when the Torah is being brought here, then the Torah can have its effect. And here again, this is what is necessary. Because uh, without Kaisal being recovered the Torah, so then the world wouldn't get the influence of the Torah. It's not, it's not a force which comes with a matter. It's a force which has to be come from from here and someone to recover it here. Um, I mean, the Chazal is famous in this. The, the, you say if the Kaisal wouldn't have been recovered the Torah, then the world would have gone back to the Torah. Uh, in many different times, Chazal said it in many different ways. Different psukhi, the Shishi, the world of the Shishi, or Eretz Yarev Shakata, the world is Nishchele Yarev, because maybe Kasha wouldn't accept the Torah. And the idea is, is that, that in order for the Torah to have its effect on the world, they have to, they have to, there has to be a the Torah has to be, in the, has to be accepted in this world. It's not going to be Mashpir in the world without people to make up with it. Yeah. Yes. Until the Torah was given, it wasn't recognized. Until the obvious came for sure, the 2000 years of Torah hadn't started. That the understanding, like the Gemara says, that the, the understanding was that Akkadish Baruch was keeping the world going without the Torah, Chesed, until the time came for the Torah to be given. But, but after that, it was became a dependency. And after it became a dependency. And Is there a reason for that? That what? That it was 2,000 years of Chesed? I'm sure there's a reason. For sure. Yes. For sure. Uh, it's, it's not exactly 2,000 years, he's talking about 26 Torahs. But it's uh, until my Shabbat and from other Mauritians, 26 Torahs, until the Torah was given, it was given not just in 2000, it was given in 2448, which is nearly two and a half thousand years. Yeah, for sure. We, we, we can explain what the, the Cheshbon was and uh, in in the in, in, in plan for the world, so to speak. The ability for the Torah to have influence in the world is Yisrael, Hashem, Bechoy, Espar. It's through Kaishal who has accepted the Torah. 
because by setting the Torah, that enables, so to speak, the Koyach of the Torah to reach the world, or to influence the world. But during those, during those 2,000 more years, was, was the Torah Mashpira? No. So it was just Chesed. Just Chesed, not Torah. What do you call it? Alpine Torah. But, uh, like we said, it was a Chesh, Hashem had why. He didn't want to, it wasn't yet the time to give the Torah, let's say. But in the Quran, when, when, when there is going to be the influence of Torah in the world, it's going to only be because the Torah is being brought down to the world. The Torah can't be Mishpim in a matter. So that's, the, that, that's his third explanation of why Hashem prides himself on Klai Yisrael. And that is because it's only through Klai Yisrael's success in the Torah that there can be the influence of the Torah in the world. Agav, this is a point which I wrote many years ago from as far as I hear from people who know him, he says very often, but it's 100% true. And there's people can either think of a person can choose to learn Torah or a person can go into Chesed. And a Baal Chesed is somebody who's an activist in whatever field it's going to be, uh, whether it's through uh, or it's or it's raising money for various institutions or doing other Maisi Chesed, whatever it's going to be. And the MS is, the Gemara says, the Torah is Chesed al That's a person, Torah is a Torah of Chesed. Right? Because, I'll give you a mashal. Imagine if you had a guy who was in a car crash. He was wheeled into a hospital with multiple injuries. So, uh, you know, they bring in the whole medical stuff. And they see he's got broken bones. Okay, so they need to bring in a, a professional who can do surgery and fix bones. And he has various skin injuries, you have to bring in a plastic surgeon to the skin grafts. And he has various problems with his eyes, you have to bring in an, in an optometrist. And they see he's not breathing, so they have to bring in a pulmonologist or cardiologist to get him to breathe again. So you're going to say, they're all doing chesed. They're all doing chesed, right? Every, every, everyone in their field is trying to help him. But uh, the guy's keeping him alive, that's the most important chesed. So it's the same thing. Chesed, if it's uh, various things of chesed, are dealing with individual issues. People need Yeshua's, people need money, people need Hatzada, people need whatever it is, and all the various, they, 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 individual issues. But the Ekech Hesed is Chiyos, he's grieving that. And uh, the Lone Day Torah are the biggest Balei Hesed, because since the Chiyos is coming through the fact that we make Kabul Torah, then the people who, who are learning Torah are providing the lifeline. That's good, they're keeping the keeping soul breathing, they're keeping the world alive. So it's, it's not less of a chesed that a person is learning Torah. On the contrary, that's maybe the primary chesed. Do you have to have that in mind when you're learning? Or it's okay, from the Gemara, they call the Torah chesed. And the person has to have it in mind. Uh, and then again, that's... That, that, that's it didn't have to be that way around. It could be that the Torah would avoid like the sun. That it stays in its place in the heavens and just radiates and like, sends down light rays or sends down life rays, whatever you want to call it, to the world. The Chiddush that Hashem made a Torah and out and accepted her to bring the Torah down here is Be'etzin, a Chesed Hashem is doing for us. Because we have very little to do with the sun. The sun runs on its own schedule and the sun does what it does and people don't interest it at all. So we can't take any credit for what the sun does. But uh, by making the Torah work in the way that it has to come down to us, and it, it only has its effect when we and we recover it, so basically it means that the results of the Torah are up to us. So the effect that the Torah has had in the world 
is only because we that we brought the Torah here, so that you can get credited with that. And Hashem just built it as a system which happens on its own, and it's nothing to do with us. It's part of the running of the world which we don't play a part in. But by making it something which is up to us, and therefore only happens as a result of us, so then I love that we can take credit for the fact that we kept the world in us. Okay, so that's the third of our three reasons that we see why Hashem, so to speak, is misfired with Klai Yisrael. We said before that it's only Hashem does only does listen through Klai Yisrael. We said before that, that Klai Yisrael taught the world about Hashem. There's another point too. And that is that if it's uh, if the world is totally on the, on the Kabbalah Satara, so Klai Yisrael, without us, there wouldn't be a Torah, there wouldn't be a world. So the, the Qiyum which continues, the fact that the world still lives and continues, is an Askos. So those are the things we spoke about. The next thing, the next time Hashem, um, the Kazari is going to elaborate on this idea, the, the importance of Torah as opposed to other other Mesa. Let's see, Hashem.